Hey there, everybody. Pancake here. Welcome to a very special episode of the So Cool Podcast. It's not often that this podcast intersects with my real life. I prefer to use it as an escape back to a simpler time when everything was funny and we were all young and vibrant. Less than 24 hours after we finished recording season two, my dad passed away. The man we all called JP had a very interesting life and was a masterful storyteller. He played Pony League baseball with the Union. He got fired from a job for asking John Wayne Gacy what kind of asshole wears a clown suit to a Christmas party. He was in the Blues Brothers movie, and he genuinely loved people. I just want to say thank you to everyone who reached out and greeted with us. We really appreciate it. I don't know if my dad ever knew what a podcast was, but I think he would have done it. So in this episode, I'm giving him some space to do with me. Tell stories. And on the B-side, Robin and I have a special fish. Thank you for listening. Bam's a bam. What's a bam? You wouldn't even know. It's not gay. It's all male. That was in the that was in the sixties, and I don't think it's gay. No, EP. UG. UGP. Who peed on my mother's couch? What? Well, well, because he came home on a weekend with me. And we were went to the St. Patty's Day parade on 79th Street, the old one. And we got drunk, and then we got home, and he peed on the couch. And he Your friend peed on the couch? My yeah. mother's. Did Marianne have any of your kids or anything? Marianne? No. <laughs> I wish she did. Why? I'll tell you that. She was mad. Oh, but you have to tell the whole story because all Wait, it doesn't go together unless you tell it. It doesn't go. Like, explain it. We know Mike, the story, just, but Mike doesn't. You have no, to tell it. The way tell it I met the guy was playing the fucking music and buying drinks. And he's really a you know, jovial guy. And then I tried to talk to him like I always do. And then he showed you the whole Well, no. He was deaf. <laughs> but I started talking to him and I figured it out. And he told me I can't hear nothing. Well, he needed a ride home. <laughs> well, you got to talk about the safaris. Yeah. No, wait a minute. He needed a ride home. So, okay. It's a big game, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. He took Walter Payton. All these famous guys. I know that. That's a new addition. That's a new addition. You know, I'm not kidding you. Anyone, right. anyone else I would question. But you know, Ted doesn't see anything. I'm not going to question. Yeah. Gonna question uh, guess what now? <laughs> guess why I used to drink with Scott Peterson? Legion. Legion and. Legion and Olenek. You mean the Drewster? No, not Drew. No, Scott. Peterson. 
Drew Peterson, Peterson. The guy that's in jail. Drew or Scott? Drew Peterson. I used to drink with Yes, in the Legion. He's a scumbag. That's why GPU is sticking up for him. Drew Peterson. He was on. He was on. Wait, let's go back to the story. Will County. It's an engineer. Get this back on track on the Oprah. Oh, no, no. So You're talking now, about Drew Peterson? Yeah. Scott Peterson's a different killer. Talk well, about the guy with the Oprah. Okay, so we don't care about Okay, Drew so Peterson. I met this guy. Okay, so... I hate it. All right, he you needed a ride home. He's drunk. He's been buying beers for 100 people in his bar, Taiwan's, in, in Mokina. Well, no, I just started talking to him. Wow. And he liked me, and we're bullshitting a little bit with sign language and all that. You could, you know, sign language. Says, I need a ride on. That's a new fire. So I get this buddy of mine, Todd. He's in there with me. Uh, you know Todd. Okay, so now Todd, I says, Todd, gotta give this guy a ride home. He's drunk. And he's dead. He can't drive. Well, he's got a car there. Okay, he says, so I told the guy, both of us. We'll take you home. One of us drive your car. I'll drive mine. Oh, because you weren't drinking. Well, yeah, but not a right. It well, was a different era. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? At the time, you had more experience. It was a questionable thing to me. <laughs> it seemed not long. Yeah, it, was, it was a I good mean, idea. So I take yeah. him. I take him up to where he lives. This gated community up around Lombard, up around where you live. I live. We, got, we get waved in. Todd's driving his car. I'm we driving my car. Gated community. We get, guy brings us in there. We go to his pad. Right? It's like this big condo. I don't know. Animals hanging all over the walls. He's a big gamer. That's what, he's, that's what I do. Because when he got divorced, he went to cool. Africa for Here, like six back months. How does, how does he hear the animals sneaking out? No, I don't know. He, he's in business. It's got nothing to do with that. Okay. It's just his business. And he come home. He went to his house in Mokina and knocked on a door and some Mexican woman opened the door. No. Says, what do you want? He says, my house. He says, not your house anymore. Your wife sold off. And divorced. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so he went back to scratch, but he knew the banker in Mokina. Okay. He went and borrowed 50 grand and went back to the big game hunting and made more money and come back. And when he, now he's back working again. He's got kinds of money once a year. He goes there, buys everybody everything. Just once a year. Everything. Did he bulldoze the house? Well, yeah, he had a bulldoze. They were shooting at him in Mokina. It was on TV. Oh, no. every, that's why I remember that. Was that. Part. <laughs> he tried to bulldoze the house because he was so pissed off. <laughs> so he had bulldozed. And they were too bad. In Mokina. I'm not kidding you. I see that TV. <laughs> I'm not kidding okay, you. Okay, so like, you're in the house. You're this in the house. True. You're in the house. So then we take him there and everything. He says, you know, I get. We're, we were looking at all these animals and shit, you know, and we're drinking. <laughs> he says, he says, I'll tell you what, I got pictures of every, all these stars, all this shit. He says, hunting. And he says, I got cornos of Oprah. <laughs> I says, I get the fuck out of here. How did you know who Oprah was? She had just come on. She was, no. 
She was like a star. Okay. But she, she had was a top a shot. She wasn't way on top. Sometimes you got to work your way up. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, I got, I got porno movies for her. <laughs> was it really her? And he about? did. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, this is well, who am I? Here I am, drunk. <laughs> right. It's a watching these porno movies. I'm drunken with a wild game <laughs> hunter. Yeah. yeah. It's death. How about? Yeah. It's like the hangover. Or like with Mike Tyson. This, is this all happened. They have like a tiger. I mean, we left. We left. It's the same life. Mike Tyson. Walter Payton. We left his Carter. Uncle Jerry, anyone else I would doubt that you have the photo evidence. Well, I don't have nothing. I was there. Ted Kaczynski. No, no, I'm saying you got the Kaczynski. He's got the Kaczynski. I know. But him? Yeah. All right, it happened, probably. To some degree. Yeah. Probably so we give or take a couple of facts. I thought it was bullshit. That's why I'm going along with it. Yeah, I'm you're saying, like, okay, oh, let's yeah, go. Sure, yeah. You know, we'll take you home. Anyone we'll else, this. you would go. They got some blowhard off. Yeah. Just making shit up. Oh, man. This guy can back it up. Like, I believe it's true. Go get Todd. Go find him. I believe it. Todd and verify it. I'm not going to find my buddy. We're trying to just document the whole thing. I cannot even. For the book, Cotlet. It was, it was so outrageous. Yeah, we're good. Can I have another beer? <laughs> That's like chapter five. It was so outrageous. That's a whole chapter. And it was what, like, <laughs> what car were you driving at the time? Yeah, what car did you have at the time? It was the burn, the burn spot. Well, maybe you had the black. The black. The black was a long time. You have the 77. Because Todd, you were living in Mokina. It was 77. No, it was one of my beaters. One of them? Five beaters. Yeah, I know. People gave me cars. <laughs> well, <the one> that <laughs> was, you people were giving me cars. Because your so, car was so bad? Yeah. The Impala. Oh, the green one? No, the guy gave it to me. The one what that Oh, no, that one I bought. Four door. Nice old car. Yeah, it was Chuck. <laughs> Chuck was Sherry's husband. I know Sherry from the yeah. yeah. It was her husband sold to me. Yeah, only one open before you wrecked. No, before I wrecked. no, it was that car was terrible. It was. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Before I hit the door, no, I had door open. open. That's why we all were riding says, in the car. I want to take your car. One night, the driver's side door. Dad, I need. I gotta take your car. That was my thing with the chicks. No, that's my car. I just bought it. Oh well, no, I can just <laughs> one night. I'll be with you. I'll be Oh man. Says, I'll, be, I'm just gonna I'll be careful. That car, there was not a body panel when I was done. Yeah, but he got what? One <laughs> night, one wreck. I don't And I never got to drive it because I had parked it. Because I was having trouble with my license class. I'll just tell you, you didn't want to drive. No, it was a horrible car. It was a nice little Chevy. It was a huge boat. It was a piece of shit. Yeah, when you got done with it, it had four You didn't have a scratch out of it. 
It had four doors. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cat. It had four doors, one open, Chuck is Sherry's husband. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the So Cool Podcast. 
Well, here it is, late 2019, going on 1985. You know, so many of the podcasts we hear today are pre-programmed electronic disco. You never get a chance to hear master comics practicing their craft anymore. By the year 2026, the podcast known today as So Cool will exist only in the classical records department of your local public library. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, while we still can, let us welcome from Rock Island, Illinois, the podcast of Jerry Pancake and Christopher Robin, the So Cool Podcast. season versus last season there is and we are going back to our original fishbowl setup because someone spilled chardonnay on the computer i don't know that that was me but you're kind of implying that i'm a deeply closeted chardonnay drinker you and you're not closeted like you have a case of it above your fridge but i would never drink that if i went out and you i've seen you Watching movies, crying with a bottle of Chardonnay. I mean, I listen to Mozart every Saturday night by myself <laughs> with a glass of Chardonnay. And a like a warm blanket. I don't know what I don't want to get into that. <laughs> warm blanket? Does that mean? You tussled in a warm blanket with a bottle of Chardonnay. I mean, I guess so. It sounds very feminine. It's but fall. It's like a fall. It is fall. That's. I'll give you that. But um, yeah, thanks. I'm now an outed Chardonnay drinker. So um, we are gonna pick a movie out of the fishbowl here, and I'll let you do the honors. All right. I just want to clarify here: this movie that pops out of this fucking thing isn't gonna be some coinciding with our episode number that you stuck a bunch of no. post-its in. All right. Okay. So we we're going back to the glass fishbowl and it's got what 200, 200 movies. movies and I, I'll give you a drum roll so you can pick it so you don't think I'm breaking it damn right okay drum roll all right here we go 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 uh, what is this Ooh, the blues brothers oh I am so excited about that one wow. of my favorite films one of my all-time favorite films, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, two of my heroes. John Landis direct. Oh, God, he was such a good director, he too, was. until that helicopter thing. He, he went down with Stevie Ray Vaughan? No, didn't he like the Twilight Zone movie not to get off? Oh, I don't know, I don't he know. He killed, like, some child in it. Filming it. So, got it off to a kind of a dark start. Well, he killed John Belushi. (laughs) I mean, if you want to look at it that way. I mean, it's six degrees of speedball heroin. Okay. It's awful. All right. So, this movie, this is really close to our, our hearts because we were the south side of Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it was filmed in Chicago and around Chicago. Um, I actually probably know where a lot of the locations are. Um, my dad was an extra in the movie. 
Oh shit, yeah, your dad was in the movie, in the mall scene. In the mall scene. It's, it's very short, and when DVDs came out, is the only time we were able to isolate where he is. Yeah, but remember with the VHS, he kept telling us to pause it, but yeah. it's like a blink of an eye. It's a blink. The VHS wouldn't pause right, so... But it's clearly him. It's clearly him. They told him to wear very muted colors, and he wore a bright green shirt. Is that true? The casting director told him to wear... (laughs) Yeah, and they were annoyed because they were trying to, like, talk to all the the stars and everything. Wow. Well, that sounds like your dad. Yes. Yes. Out-of-work electrician going around set but he was in that mall scene that was dixie square mall that was route 30 and is that route 30 i thought that was like west side no it is uh it's in uh harvey okay which is south uh south side it's um right kind of up against the indiana border off of i-94 Remember that we saw it when we first started hanging out and you had gone, I mean, boy, this digs deep. You, I, My parents were extremely strict and I was like 15 and I wanted a car. And <laughs> I that car for you. I gave you the money for yeah. a Carmen Ghia. Yeah, you and, were really mad. Well, I didn't even get to see the car ever. That was, it, I never drove it. You drove it up a uh, telephone pole, that true story. <laughs> um and, and it was $275, to be fair. Hey, that was a lot of cash back in the well, day. Well, there used to have a section in the Penny Saver that was transportation specials, and it was $500 or under cars. Right, right. So that's where you found it. But we had to go to 130th and Torrance to get the car. Yeah. And none of us knew how to drive stick. No. So, so that's we, kind of a dangerous neighborhood, right? Yeah, Alt Geld Gardens, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's a housing project. Barack Obama worked there as an organizer. I did not know. Um, anyway, so we stalled the car out in a barbecue joint's parking lot. Sales. And we just barbecue. left it there. I know. I was very pissed and off. And then we had that. to steal my mom's car to drive back there to jump it. And when we were trying to jump the car, an unmarked police car careened around the corner and they got out and pointed their guns at us. And then they realized, like, we were white kids and they told us to get the hell out of the neighborhood. Which is surprising when Ray Charles is playing music in the street and everybody's doing the dance and the boogaloo. That, I, I'm surprised. That. Well, that was filmed in Chicago. That's a, That store is actually, a, a, um, I think it's Cheryl's Loans or something now. What is it's that, Ray's Music? Ray's Music Exchange. Exchange. It, 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 it's actually on the south side. It's near... Um, uh, uh, U.S. Cellular Field or Guaranteed Rate, where the White Sox played. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So, the, a nice part of town back in the '80s. The Murph and the Magic Tones. That Holiday Inn. That Holiday Inn is in Schiller Park, and it's still there. I stayed there once. Well, and I, there's somewhere I've got some shoebox that's got a picture of either me or you, like greeting outside of the Joliet Prison. Like right. at the beginning of the Blues Brothers. Right. So that, I mean that scene where he walks out of the prison and then that or he's in the prison and the guy's like one used prophylactic, which I don't I don't I don't think they would give you that back. 
No. <laughs> I mean, I think that was the joke, right? I mean, it was basically saying that, that Joliet Jake was a big lady killer, right? Yes, and he did have a very fine lady in that one. Do you remember who that I was? mean, it was Carrie Fisher. Yes. Yes. And that was post-Star Wars. And pre-Paul Simon. Whoa. Wow, that's that's that little wormhole that she fit into there. What a great character her. She had this flamethrower. <laughs> she worked at the curl up and die yeah. beauty salon. Yeah, they used to just show her in there like picking her fingernails with a buck knife. And or something. she had this manual like for automatic weapons. <laughs> and it was always like short segments just dripped in. Right. Yeah, and she blew up their tenement apartment or whatever, and then all the bricks came down, and then they just magically John Candy got out from was the cop. Them. Oh yeah, orange whip, orange whip, three orange whips. All right, so what was the story on this movie? The story was that Elwood goes to get his brother out of jail. He sold the Cadillac for a microphone, and they're in some beat up Chicago cruiser. Yeah, cop car. It's a, um, uh, uh, I, it's like a Highland Park or something. He went to some police auction and he got it for like fifty dollars or something. Well, and then I had that Dodge Aries, and I used to imagine that it looked like that car. <laughs> yeah, you used to say, "Oh, it's got cop tires, cop, cop shocks." shocks. <laughs> and it was Dodge Aries, like they Four never cylinder. used those for cop cars. No. And it was like brown on brown. Well, and it was not fast. Oh, no, you couldn't catch anyone in that car. No. Now, one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in modern film is when they go to the country bar. <laughs> and Bob's country bunker. They're like... The, the guy, I, and again, wasn't that guy the bar owner like on Hee Haw or something? Yeah, he was some country bump. They had all these celebrity cameos in there. Like they had Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the music was sick. Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway. And then um, that that Bob's Country Bunker, I think that was a set that they built that it wasn't an actual bar. Really? Yeah. Um so they go there. The good old boys, right, blues so, brother band. So the, let's get back to the plot. The, okay. He gets his brother out of jail. They figure out, like, they're mad because the band broke up, right? Yes. Or, or Jake is mad. Well, the no, hold broke. on. There's more important. They went up to the nun and the nun was smacking them around, but they were going to lose the convent or something? or the They were going to lose the church because, or the school or whatever, because the taxes weren't paid. <laughs> the Cook was, County taxes. Tax assessor. Which, I mean, it's to this day, I mean, they're outrageous. And they the are. tax assessor was going to shut it down. So they go up there. She bats him around with that whip or whatever. She's a ruler. Ruler, this long Catholic nun ruler. And then she says, don't come back until you've redeemed yourself. Yeah, and then she like And then she floats back and the door closes. Godly. And then they just get up like nothing happened. Yeah, and then they say, like, we're on a mission from God. And so they try to put the band back together. Right. And then they had to go find Murph and the Magic Tones. 
Well, who was the first one? Was it? Well, let's think. They Fancy. I don't remember. There was the Blue Lou Marini. Um, but he wasn't the first one. He was the one that was with the Matt, Matt Guitar, Guitar Murphy. Murphy. And the they were at the burger joint. Shay Paul. The oh. <laughs> Where they go to the Shay Paul and they said, Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Fabulous. And you ain't like, going to get Mr. Fabulous out of that high paying gig. Look, you might get some of the other boys, but you ain't getting Mr. Fabulous out of that high paying gig. <laughs> and they go there and they like throw shrimp in each other's mouths and everything and like Dan Aykroyd puts his hand in the bread and like slams it against his face and then they're harassing the little girl how much for the daughter how How much much for the girl how much for your women I buy your women (laughs) and so Mr. Fabulous just quits right gets fired yeah he just leaves his high paying yeah he's like oh whatever and then they go find Matt Guitar Murphy that, yeah, He's that's He's married to Aretha, Aretha Franklin. At the chicken shop? Yeah, it's like a, the Soul Food Cafe on Maxwell Street. So the lead into that is the, um, is it B.B. King? Yeah, 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 that's right. They just show B.B. King on the, yeah, he's yeah, out front. Yeah, and he's like playing guitar on uh-huh. the street. Uh-huh. And then the, <laughs> wow, she was... goes in there and says, uh, I'll have four fried chickens. Yeah, four whole fried chickens and, and a coke. And Elwood was like just dry white toast. Yeah, and so Matt Guitar Murphy knows exactly who that is from their order. He's like four fried chickens and a coke and plain white it's toast. Fucking blues, some fucking blues brothers. How you boys been? And then Aretha's like this, and but that was funny because the blue Lou was like he had the sacks and he was walking on the yeah. fucking diner. And so he was working in there and he had a big hairnet on. <laughs> and then <laughs> she sang, sings the respect song. Yes. And then he says, "I make the decisions. You're a woman." So, oh, yeah, so and, and he throws the thing down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he throws down his apron. So yeah. then the band's back together, and then they go on this epic promotion tour to go and get the money to pay the taxes. Right, because they go to Slime. <laughs> Zeus Slime. They're taking a Svitz. The Jewish uh, yeah. agent. Taking a Svitz in the you know, big steam room and the whole band goes in there. Right. It's like a bunch of guys. But like the shot is like when they first do the shot, it's just Jake and Elwood and Sline. But then when they pan out, it's like all the whole band. Yeah. Yeah. And he's (laughs) like, well, if you want to go to this, this joint, it's a barn, but you guys fill that and you'll get the money you need. Yeah. The Plaza Hotel Ballroom. The Plaza Hotel Ballroom. Yeah, that was good. That was shit. That was like a whole thing. That's kind of like that movie's like a musical. It is like I. So they developed those characters on Saturday Night Live, right? Like on I SNL. Yes, they did, right? And then they did actual albums before the movie came out. So this was like a pretty elaborate. And I think the budget was like what for special effects. I They wrecked like a record number of cars in that. Of Chicago police cars. I of remember. all kinds of cars. Yeah. They were like dropping them from cranes. 
It was ridiculous. And they just had these amazing – that was one of the best car chases since Bullet. Oh, yeah. And what about the Illinois Nazis? <laughs> Those guys were fucking angry. And that was another cameo, right? Right. Yeah, like he was he, – they were the Illinois Nazis, and he's like, I fucking hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> they were in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. And then so at the end, there was the huge car chase with John Candy. And then, yeah, remember they were like driving cars into semis and just it was nonsense. At the right. End. It was crazy. So the um, so it was like a musical. It was a musical. Yeah. And so what the soundtrack they recorded a lot of those songs. What? The Blues Brothers yeah. songs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they went on tour after that or before right? they, they like toured with the dead. Because you had that briefcase full of blues album. Yeah. I, I, I had several of those tapes because right. I just wore it out. And we used to pretend like we were the Blues Brothers. Well, who were you? You were like Thin and Elwood. And I was Jake. the fat Jake. Yeah, well, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like, I'm taller. You are taller, so I guess I am fatter. But I think we tried emulating like the lifestyle of the Blues Brothers. We did. I remember driving all over Chicago, like to go see different spots right. in that thing. We would just get up to mischief, and we would just go all over the place. So then they they get the Palace Hotel ballroom. Yeah. Right? They fucking have everyone in there, like, and but then they're late, right? Because Elwood was banging Twiggy. No, I think because didn't Carrie Fisher like? Oh, she was fucking with down them. in the tunnel. She was like, and he's like, "Baby, baby, please." No. Yeah, but they ran out of gas. Remember okay, they went to the thing yeah. and they're like, "We're out of gas," and they're like, "Yep," and they're like, "No, we're out of gas." Yeah, and he's like, "I guess we're gonna wait." Yeah, they just had the, the way that Elwood would talk to. He just had that perfect Dan Aykroyd. And there was some deadline that they had to meet, like to get it there to the Cook County Assessor's by office. By like, and by the time they got every, all their shit together, and they did the performance. Well, they did the performance, and then it was like a mafioso place, so they snuck out the back. Yeah. They signed a record deal. Like there was some record guy yeah, back there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. More. Uh, well, oh, <laughs> shit. I can't remember that guy. He's like, you guys are fucking great. And they signed him, and then they got him out of there. And then the cops were just chasing them all back to Chicago. Yeah. That's where they had to get the money. Yeah. So that was like, what? where was that Palace Hotel ballroom? Like north? Like it was like Wisconsin, right? Right. So it was like, oh, yeah, and they said so they were in the thing, and they're like, we got a full tank of gas, half a bag of cigarettes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, we, we could go on and on about this movie. I mean, this is great. But it really did. I mean, that was at an age that came out, I think, in like 82. Right. So I was like 10. I remember, that's funny, because my folks were religious, but that's one movie that I remember my dad was like, you can come and watch this R-rated movie with yeah, me. Yeah, like... I we went to the theater to see it because my dad was like in it. In it, really? That's crazy. I don't know if I ever knew that story. Yeah, be, and we had the album. Like my mom went crazy. Like she put like a big star on the door for when he got home and stuff. It was really like 
That that's so cute. They divorced Happy times. like three yeah. years later. So <laughs> horrible. Well, um, thanks for the reminder. I'm sorry. I mean, hey, divorce happens. It's... No, but my dad, we always like he. That was one of his favorite movies too. So like, we got to see it and we bought it immediately when it came out on VHS. Yeah, I had it on Laserdisc. I don't think I've never ever not owned it. No, that thing was like three or four discs too. Right, and all the albums. So, yeah. remember the Laserdisc player? <laughs> you really, you still have one. I do have one in my garage still. It's an un- unbelievable and unbeatable quality. Right. You just have to, you know, it gives you a pee break. Well, you also have an eight thousand dollar Atari. Well, look, I'm into vintage things, so <laughs> I drive a vintage Volvo. So what? What? What do you expect? Well. That's the Blues Brothers. That is the Blues Brothers, and I'm really impressed that that came up out of the fishbowl. And, I uh, am too. I mean, I remember drawing or writing that on the post-it note more like than before one last season. No. <laughs> more than one. That would be it. Well, that's good, and uh, yeah, I uh, I'm glad we got to discuss that, and I'm glad we got to uh, talk about all the memories that we had running around. And yeah, your dad was in that. That's amazing. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right, well, that one was fun. All right.